0: And welcome to the Constructor Cast, your AGC place for all the news, views, and interviews relevant to your construction business. I'm your host, Amy Hager. Calling all aspiring frontline leaders who are looking to learn the entry level management skills to lead construction activities, today's podcast is specifically for you. We're going to talk about what successful construction supervision looks like, and then we're also getting a sneak peek of the learning sessions and knowledge from AGC's newest construction supervision fundamentals training course. To get us started, I have Josh Halverson and Paul Flinchy, who are not only instructors, but they contributed to the creation of the course. Now this course covers nine sessions, and today we're only gonna touch on four of them, team management, project leadership, safety, and time management. So, Paul, what advice do you give to upcoming supervisors in effectively managing the relationship dynamics between employees, supervisors, contractors, suppliers, and others that are a part of each team?
1: Well, Amy, the understanding that project team is just that. It's a team. One of the team members fails. We all have a an opportunity or a threat of failure. So establishing a sound working relationship is is critical. Trust, honesty, integrity, as well as the ability to effectively communicate are really at the foundation of what high-performance project team is built upon. Barriers can exist. It may be personality, experience, generational, perhaps even past history. But our goal as effective supervisors is to overcome those barriers and work together to a successful project completion.
0: So, Josh, how can supervisors organize and prioritize supervision responsibilities?
2: I think one of the main component is is um, being very transparent in your thought process. Um, old construction methods is, to not write down the plan, to not share the plan, you mm-hmm. know, kind of lives on the shelf and that's the plan. And, um, you know, and, and now with the push of Last Planner and other technologies that allow greater transparency on the job site, um, you really just need to be able to push your information out there to your foremen and to your you know, project engineers or younger staff members uh, so they really understand and, and be open to the things that, um, to that feedback of, tell me the things I don't want to hear. Right, tell me the things that, hey, I looked at your plan and I just don't understand this portion of it and and be open to that conversation because, um, you know, there's a million ways to build the jobs, right? And Mm -hmm. um, there's just no way that uh, one person can can only come up with the plan.
0: So, Josh, what can supervisors do to minimize non-productive activities?
2: So that kind of lends right right to the other point is the better people understand the plan, the more productive they're going to be. And we've even had a couple time studies done on crews where people are less productive when they don't know what they're going to go do next. You know, Mm -hmm. everybody likes to be productive. Everybody likes to have goals. And if their team isn't clear on the goals, and sometimes people slow down because they don't want to be out of a job if they finish too quickly. So... Again, you're you're just trying to be transparent, trying to push it out out there, and then also, is the tool or is the process worth the product? And you know, there's a lot of non-productive reporting that can be automate, automated. I apologize. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a lot of areas where, yep, we might be uncomfortable with it initially, but is it worth the little discomfort at the start to save time?
0: So then, what is a supervisor's responsibility for safety?
2: That's an ever-growing goal. It's not one job that you build safely that matters. It's that over time, you are considered a safe person. You know, mistakes happen, things happen. Um, but, you know, you have the responsibility as a supervisor to not put any of your people in danger. And and kind of owning that and kind of being the person to say, yep, absolutely, if I make a mistake, I'm gonna fess up to it. But if, if, if someone's making a mistake too, you know, you got to hold them accountable, also. So, you know, safety is one of those things that people just want to write off and say, "Well, accidents happen," and you know, they can't, you know, can't stop those things. But you know, for the most part, with the right amount of planning and with the right amount of um, you know, environment around safety, meaning it's a positive thing, not a, not a negative connotation, not not the police, right? But right. but a but a seatbelt, you know, but but something that a. Time and time again, if we think this way, guess what? We're going to be more safe at the end of the day. And um, it's a struggle for every supervisor, I think, especially as as the craft labor gets elevated to foreman status, to Mm -hmm. maybe approach um, a journeyman or another foreman who's been doing it longer than you have, and and tell them, hey, you know, this is this is not the best way to be doing this. That can be a really uncomfortable conversation.
0: Well, that makes sense, and I know that the course does cover communication and talking to superiors and peers and everything along that line. So I do think at least we're providing the tools for these supervisors to address those issues.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, anybody with the course, any amount of improvement is great, right? So and I think the course has so many things in it that could help the seasoned person and then also the new the new supervisor.
0: And really, anybody also who lacks that field experience.
2: Absolutely, yeah. And and the better, the better classes always have a mixture of of uh, you know people with great experience, field experience and people with uh, with not a lot, and that's when those discussions happen, and the class kind of kind of teaches itself.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paul, what are stress characteristics and their impact on safe performance?
1: Stress comes in many different fashions and it has many different faces. It can be personal stress. It can be stress of production, of profitability, of performance. Managing that stress is difficult at best. We need to get to know our people, become a little more personal, understand what maybe is going on in their heads. I like to use the analogy that as an effective supervisor, not only are we the boss, but we sometimes need to be a dad, a mom, a best friend, someone just to listen, that can go a long way in helping to manage stress that's related with the fulfillment of our work tasks every day.
0: So next I want to turn to the AGC of Maryland's Executive Director, Champ McCullough. So AGC of Maryland will be hosting one of these training sessions soon, and I have to ask Champ, why is construction supervision training so important for this industry?
3: Our industry depends on skilled, competent first-line leadership, and that's what supervisors are. So, as Paul said, there are many things that a supervisor has to put his or her arms around in order to lead effectively, and ultimately, it is about leadership. That is the role of the supervisor. One of the things that companies are experiencing now as employees become more stressed Mm -hmm. and more stretched uh, is absolutely the need for supervision that can help employees deal with this additional stress and still maintain, uh, as Paul pointed out, the productivity and profitability and safety that are essential to any successful company or any successful project.
0: Now let's talk a little more about the course in training. How can AGC chapters and members, companies alike, benefit from this new construction supervision fundamentals training course?
3: Well, this this may sound a little, uh, little off, perhaps, but AGC has an absolutely superb supervisory training program, uh, which does a, a formidable job of training supervisors. My members were concerned about the length of time that it took for their supervisors to go through this course. And so they were so concerned that uh, a couple of my members began the process of trying to develop what AGC of America, in fact, has developed, a condensed supervisory training instruction, which, which is the construction supervisor fundamentals that we now have. And I can't tell you how grateful they are and how grateful I am that AGC of America came through and produced this course. Uh, I've had any number of inquiries from members as to how can I get the best supervisory training and now I've got uh, an excellent offer to make them and my members are excited. At my board meeting just uh, last week uh, my board members were excited to learn of the construction supervisor fundamentals course and are going through their ranks to see okay who do I have that would be a good instructor?
0: Who should attend this course? Is it good for all construction types?
3: Well, it's, it's aimed at supervisors. And so the, the audience, the, the students, if you will, uh, would be people that are new to supervision. And so th- this gives them uh, a tremendous resource to recognize all of the different aspects of the role that they're now playing and and coaching and because there will they will be in a class with other supervisors uh, they're building a network of folks that they can then turn to uh, as we all do and say hey did you ever run across this how did you handle it how did it turn out and that that aspect of the training you can't you can't uh, incorporate it as a as a formal portion, but it is a very important part. There may also be people in a supervisory role who simply need a little more coaching and a little more development, even though they've been in the field and been doing the work. I mean, honestly, as long as I've been doing uh, my job and my kind of work, I can always stand to have somebody tell me, you know, here's some opportunities for you to be even more effective.
0: Mary Woods from AGC of America has joined us to provide a little more detail on how people can attend or host a course. From my understanding, a company or an AGC chapter can host this training, right? Definitely, there's two
4: main ways to offer the courses. One is by chapters and the second is for companies to bring this in-house as Hmm. part of their onboarding process.
0: So then what if my company isn't hosting this training though and I as an individual want to attend it? What do I do? You can still attend it. There's a lot of chapters across the
4: nation who will be offering the course. In the future, you might even see webinars where people can attend
0: virtually. So if someone's interested in bringing this training into their company, where do they get started?
4: yeah so the first thing is you want to find an instructor so if you have someone in-house who's a seasoned supervisor or someone that you think would be a good facilitator they need to go to the AGC.org site www.agc.org/csf, and click on the instructor resources page this will show you exactly what you need to do to teach the course include give you the handouts the powerpoints the registration forms and also certificate templates when you're done with the courses.
0: So Mary, because you do know AGC and um, construction curriculum so well, and this course is really just starting, you really just announced it, how do you foresee this kind of changing as people advance in their careers? You know, Would they graduate college, start a job, maybe a couple years into it, take a fundamentals course like this, and then carry on to some of the other programs like STP or AMP or PMC?
4: So that's something we've been focusing on here at AGC, is creating a career path for people to travel through um, into management and above. So someone might start off with CSF um, at the beginning of their careers, and then they'll progress onto supervisory training program. Then they may become a project manager. Uh, For early project managers, we have the project management development program. As they uh, are seasoned professionals or project managers, uh, they may move on to the project manager course and end up in the C-suite level, which would be our advanced management program. So starting off with CSF
0: would be the first step in a in a larger picture. Well, so it's great to see something new kind of coming out. And I think what I really appreciate about this program is, like we said earlier, it's construction professional teaching construction professionals. And so really creating that sense of community and collaboration within your company or within an AGC chapter is wonderful. So I want to thank all of our participants today. And most importantly, I want to thank you all for listening. This has been the AGC Constructor Cast.